0: It matters not how many wayward souls you draw to your cause. You will all end screaming in the dark. The same emptiness that cornered the rat in his final moments edges ever closer to them with each passing day. They stink of death, and they don't know it yet.
1: Hey, everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor, and I'm feeling a hell of a lot better today than I was just a couple days ago.
0: Damn it. You sound better. We wanted you to get worse. I'm just kidding.
1: We kept putting off recording our Kingmaker review, and I still kind of sounded
0: like this when we recorded it.
1: We did it anyway. Just got over like a stomach bug, and then it turned into something that turned into strep. So I've been down for two plus weeks.
0: I'll never forget I had I had strep throat and then I had double pneumonia. I was a kid. I was like probably thirteen. And strep throat and double pneumonia. But Kids are gross. I didn't know. Double pneumonia <laughs> all the way. What's this mean? I didn't know I was sick. And my aunt was like, hey, we're all going to SeaWorld. Do you want to go? And I was like, of course I want to go. I love SeaWorld. And I went to SeaWorld with strep throat and double pneumonia and sat front row at the Shamu show. And I got drenched and then I was freezing and dying. I'm surprised hey, I lived.
2: Raven, I'm just wondering, were you in the proximity of anybody that loved you in that period of time? <laughs> so many people. My because whole somebody family. should have heard you with like your 60-year smoker cough <laughs> at middle school <laughs> age and been like, maybe yeah. you stay home. Yeah, she's like, let's go Because there's no way that you were like, yeah, I want to go to SeaWorld with double pneumonia and strep. Yeah, right. you. Were like, D-d-d-d-d-d. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, he's they being, being like, weird. Just put some Vicks Vapor Rub on him. Yeah, right?
1: Seriously.
0: <laughs> put it Walk on his it feet and put Raymond. some socks on. If
1: you don't stop coughing, the middle name thief is going to come and take your
3: name. I know, seriously. I said, I picture it's like March, and they're like, let's go to SeaWorld. This kid <laughs> sounds like shit. Maybe we can finish him off. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs>
0: It was fun. I had a great time though. I remember it. It was incredible. Even though I was sick as a dog.
1: I barely remember the only time I can remember going to SeaWorld. I don't remember anything about it, like nothing substantive. Um, my dad was really big into Amway when I was a kid. And <laughs> really? All, yeah. And all of the uh, all of the trips that we went were around like Amway related retreats. And, and conventions is, and I stuff. I didn't ask what Amway is. What is Amway? Amway is like a, <laughs> it's a multi-level marketing thing.
2: Right? Gotcha. It's, okay. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that like loosely related to like the DeVos family and shit like that? It is the DeVos family. Yeah. Yeah. Which Rich is, DeVos
1: and Jay Van Andel started it up.
2: Which is, it's such a Michigan thing that Grand Rapids Arena is called Van Andel Arena. So Damn. A lot of Amway money on the west side of the state here. So I'm not really surprised to find out Rob was into Amway. What, is, and if you're what listening does Amway up? sell? <laughs> what he do they sell? Listen.
0: What's their... What's their? Uh, everything. I mean, honestly, their stuff's okay. pretty
1: good. It's just expensive and it's a cult. Yeah. But... We have, uh, yeah,
0: we have that we, here. Uh, but not
1: Amway. It's like doTERRA, but the stuff works. Um, So we would go to like Virginia Beach. So I went to a Virginia Beach a lot. I have a lot of memories of going to Virginia Beach, uh, which is pretty cool. But everything that we did was either on the way to or on the way from one of those functions, whether it was in D.C. or Virginia Beach. Um, and you know, one year we did like Bush gardens and some other park and we would do like Hershey park, or whatever they call it in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, but one year we did SeaWorld and I remember literally nothing about it other than the gift shop. That's the only thing I remember from that trip. I was probably nine. If I had to guess
2: there were killer whales, but you just were really into that gift shop. <laughs> yeah. Right. They have it's a massive Apex gift shop. predators locked into a tank and you were all about that gift shop. Yep.
1: Nine years old. At least at least I never thought that uh, Martha's Vineyard was an amusement park. So <laughs> Got that going for me.
4: OK, so like we talked about the rides at Martha's Vineyard. What would be the gift shop?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, right. <laughs> Silver spoons. Yeah,
2: I think it's kind of a stretch calling it a gift shop
1: at all. <laughs> or like a grift shop. Hey,
0: I remember a bit, this was before COVID, but for, I lived, I, well, I didn't live. All my friends went to, uh, San Diego state university, which is right next to SeaWorld, And I just partied there. I didn't go there, but I was just there all the time with my friends and it was cheaper partying at sea world. Yeah. It was so well. It, so here's the thing is at the time I was 22, I was 22. So that was seven years ago. Drinking it was, it was cheaper to, if you cause if you went to San Diego Sham-wasted. state, um, if you went to San Diego State, you got like a discounted season pass, and it was like fifteen dollars a month. And then what? the all you can drink package was like thirty one dollars a day.
5: Oh my so god!
0: We, so we would go to Sea World and just get wasted with like a bunch of kids and animals uh, because you it was what? cheap. It was you cheaper know, to was go was to any bar. Shit, we were but kids that actually and sounds pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I know we were kids and animals. right. It was it was great. It was because it was cheaper to go to SeaWorld and get in and drink. And they, got, they have like the giant, it's like a giant souvenir drink. It's like this big, it's massive. And it's like, oh, it's a drink package. You can drink all, as much as you want all night. Just you pay $31 and uh, I, I'm sure the was,
4: zookeepers with like the, uh, the net that they use to clean out the pools loved like i <laughs> getting the, the vomit from like the drain. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds great.
2: We're f- fighting off violent drunk. Like like college kids. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was like 15 of us and we were just all, we would all just walk in this world. And be like these fucking kids are here again. It's a business. of Oh, good. Yeah. They're
4: going to try to ride the whale. Okay. got to keep them away. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that was the thing, shitty thing I did this week, seven years ago. They
1: actually taught fun. the orcas to kill people like you. That's why they like that. <laughs> the bad.
2: cavalcade of shitheads you ran with are the reason there are signs all over SeaWorld where you're like, why would you have to tell someone not to? It's yep. you. That was us, 100%.
1: <laughs> he runs with a crowd that eats carts and does uh, mm-hmm. does a uh, uh, basket loop. Next
2: thing you know, you're going to be doing K-bumps on top of an orca.
1: <laughs> God damn it. Orcas love ketamine. What the fuck are you talking about?
2: Everybody
0: would get fucking super trashed, and then we'd go to the sea otter show. It's like sea otters and sea lions because it's like a comedy show. And all of us, it was just like a bunch of kids, and then like 15, 22 year old dudes, like, ah, This is hilarious. <laughs> Imagine you guys just like clapping like seals, like, oh. <laughs> Drunk off your asses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I look back, I'm like, God, I would hate me as a 23. <laughs> that's me every year i look back on my life like god i hate that guy right but uh, yeah it was at the time it was so much i was like this is great and it was
1: cheap it was cringy but i wasn't an asshole i don't think mm-hmm. except to you jake i was an asshole to you
2: <laughs> yeah but i i have to love you because we're family or whatever yeah right Something like that yeah whatever fuck you blood and water <laughs> whatever the fuck the, that quote that everybody always gets wrong and misconstrues.
1: No, that's: that, a... No, see that? That misconstrued quote is like a, a back reference. The original is the actual one, the one that everybody is like, no, you're misrepresenting. That's Who's the real lying one to me. Everyone like I'm to confused.
0: You. What are these quotes?
1: It's like, <laughs> so like, "Blood is thicker than water, and uh, they're saying blood is thicker the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. they've completely flipped it. That uh... It's people trying to sound more intelligent by making up shit is essentially what it is. Gotcha. Classic Dunning-Kruger. Love it. Don't you love it when you're like in the well of the Dunning-Kruger effect, you're learning something and you think you're hot shit, right? And as you start to learn more about it, you're like, oh, fuck, I was so stupid. Oh, God, I feel so bad. That's me looking back at like my programming and stuff.
2: (laughs) See, at least I could wear my stupidity with the badge of honor like, yeah, I did that. I learned.
5: It was me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right.
2: I feel like it's better than hiding and being like, oh, no, I was never stupid.
0: Yeah. The trick guys just remain stupid. Just never get better. And then (laughs) it'll be
1: fine. (laughs) A lot of people follow your advice, unfortunately.
3: I know. I know. It does keep the expectations around you low. Right. Makes every day a new wonder.
1: Yeah, I never have to amount to greatness. When actually intelligent people like Dunning Kruger themselves to awful effect, like uh, the dudes that killed themselves with the demon core in Los Alamos. I'm sure Micah knows that story. Oh yeah, Uh,
4: that was the the radiation thing, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. What happened? They they were so they had like a. If I remember the story correctly, they had like decommissioned. uh, It was like plutonium from World War II bomb. Yeah, and they did not use it, so they were using it as, like, you know, a science experiment for a university, and they had it, like, in between two domes, half domes of, like, a material to bounce the radiation back into it, so, and if you completely closed it, then bad shit would happen, so they they had it propped up with a fucking screwdriver, and then they, like, sneezed (laughs) or something, (laughs) and it dropped, and went super critical, and, like, the flash of radiation, like, burned them and killed them within several days. Only one person died. I'm pretty sure what happened is like it went down like and then like the guy looks at everybody else in the room and was like, well, that was it. Like he knew immediately he That's was exactly dead. what happened. Yep. He
1: said, well, yep. that was yep. it. And He died nine days later. Like the thing it's it was two halves of like two beryllium halves and with that was supposed to be shimmed together, but he would do everything with a screwdriver and Enrico Fermi was quoted as telling him you keep doing it like that. You'll be dead within a year. Well, ding, ding, ding,
2: Mr. Fermi, you got it. <laughs> is that the same guy with the Fermi paradox, or does that just happen to be the last name? Same guy.
1: Pretty sure that's the same oh, guy. Cool.
4: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fermi was a major physicist in the mid 20th century. Like the, the entire class of uh, particles called fermions are named after him. Also, there's a major national lab in Chicago called Fermi Lab. Yeah, He's a Fermilab. big deal. He
1: <laughs> is a big deal.
2: This is why I'm glad I have you in my corner of friends, I just get like <laughs> yeah. this weird, super yeah, scientific
3: right? information every now and again, and I love it. Uh, that reminds me, do you know anything about the nuclear waste site in the United States? Which one? It, which one? Uh, uh, <laughs> I forget. The, the largest one that they're set to decommission the soonest. Uh, which, where is that one?
5: Lion Stadium.
4: I watched the Lions this past weekend. That was a fucking disappointment. Anyways, sorry, Christian, keep going. Michigan tradition
3: everything around it how much concrete is surrounded by and then rock and then gravel there are marble slabs buried around it in every direction written in numerous languages with different alphabets telling people basically don't go in here and i was like there that is like so much better than any science fiction plot that we have in a Mm -hmm. movie right now (laughs) i'm just like how's no one even ever used that for some great sci-fi movie (laughs)
2: Yeah. Like really interesting. That's like, I think what Trevor and I were about to say is almost the same thing is that it's a really big point of contention. Like when you're doing nuclear dump sites, like how do you mark it? Because exactly. the waste material lasts for thousands upon thousands of years and language can change and morph so much in that time. And I remember watching a video about this and they're like, do they leave like giant ominous architecture? Because I think they had like a site somewhere in uh, Scandinavia where they just buried it like deep, deep, deep. And then like you like lodged it behind clay and limestone underground. And what they ultimately decided to do was com- leave it completely unmarked. So
1: nobody uh-huh. knew it was
2: there. Damn.
1: Right. So like, how do you communicate in a language that you don't know might possibly exist? This place is dangerous and you have no idea how to know that. It doesn't feel dangerous. It doesn't smell dangerous, but it's killing you and you have no idea. And then you make it super ominous and somebody's going to be like, there must be some secret power here. Look, I glow now. <laughs> or,
2: you know, it could potentially be used for a militaristic purpose, like spent uranium and or, or other like uh, radioactive uh, fuel cells and stuff like that. There's a multitude of reasons you could look for it.
1: I went down a really weird hole uh, this weekend over like nuclear accidents and stuff. That's why the Demon core thing popped in my head. I watched... Uh, the video, a video about the Act Twenty Five, which is like a big ethical software problem, uh, in my field. Oh, was that but the one where
2: the, it was like a virus attack on a? No, 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 a, no, 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 no! Uh,
1: it was just bad code written by a hobbyist that was ported and never checked. But essentially, it would deliver lethal doses of radiation to people that were getting radiation treatment when it malfunctioned and it kind
4: of failed oh, silently. My Jesus! Oh, oh no. yeah, God! Killed a bunch oh, of people. God.
1: Oh, oh, my, my God. Book.
4: That's so nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, bad. Check it out, Theriac 25. So, uh, happy 69th episode of Roll for Intent,
0: guys. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> <got to> <laughs> nice. I'm having
4: a great time.
0: Yeah. Nice.
2: Uh, nice. Oh, and I get to edit this one, too. <laughs> yep, so, this <those laughs> is <are laughs> fun. Mm-hmm. Funny number, everyone. <laughs> well, that else is pretty funny.
1: <laughs> that story Doriana told about the motley man coming into her bed. Room. You know Shit. what else is ominous that <laughs> so we
4: don't understand?
1: <laughs> that
4: crazy
2: guy in my room. This motley, the motley crew man. outside of the... <laughs> Fuck.
1: Hey, are you part of the motley crew? With the motley man? Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one you binged our whole collection in a week or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode thank you from the bottom of our hearts now it's been a while since i've asked you all for anything but it being christmas and all we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review stars are fine words are amazing that is the number one way for us to reach more people If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. So last week, you shattered Bralda's world by dumping Yosef Chum onto her bar. <laughs> so good job, all. Yep. Bravo. She walked out silently shell-shocked. Yeah, she hasn't uh, returned. So, I mean, honestly, could have been better, could have been worse. I really don't know, <laughs> <I> don't know <laughs> what's gonna happen. You're just like yeah.
2: describing it like Bill holding a napkin with yeah. like parts yeah. of me and it like, don't be mad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I did a thing. Well, that's pretty much what happened. I kind of picture we just wandered around with him with a hobo sack, you know, tied yeah. to a stick, <laughs> little bits poking out mm-hmm. here. He is there. small
1: and pieces of him were missing, so it's dripping silently. Oh, then you went to the jail. Or the uh, jail, the city watch, and to uh, find this weird knoll person, lightest, uh, irritable, racist ass he was said that unfortunately he couldn't keep him any longer because they had nothing to keep him on, so he decided to head back to the mayor's house, and you saw this lovely, interesting knoll whose name was remind us, Jake,
3: Cecil, Cecil, yeah.
1: You saw Cecil uh, just kind of milling around the stalls of the farmer's market. You all went up to the mayor's house, talked to him a little bit, introduced Cecil, eventually got to meet Doriana. Doriana gave Cecil lots of belly rubs and stuff. And he, I think he was into it. Told you a bunch of creepy shit, and then said something about the motley man sometimes tells her things. And that is where we left off.
2: What do you you do all right so um motley man what what kind of what kind of knowledge would I have to roll for that ah uh, shoot to know if that's uh because I do not have nearly as many skills with this character so yeah I have
4: a, I could do a maybe a religion um I don't
1: that'd probably be a reach though mm, you know what you don't know enough to even know what to know. So, I'll let you maybe... Let's go ahead and roll a society.
2: It's untrained, but I can do it. I got a 15.
3: So, pretty good, Mm. considering I have a plus zero. I'll try untrained. I have a plus three. Ooh, that's a nine total.
1: (laughs) Might as well try. Uh, Yeah, I'll go for it too. No harm. This is where I wish I was doing secret checks sometimes, but I like to...
0: Nope.
1: I like to see your faces drop when you roll poorly, so... Bill got a three. Uh, I
4: got a 16...
1: Bill thinks that it is uh roving gang of rockers, also known as the Motley Crew. He is the front man, the Motley Man. <laughs> Ricky Six <laughs> once drank cocaine out of a fire hose. Their favorite, their um their breakout single was Ghouls Ghouls Ghouls. Is that uh, <laughs> that was that Nick Swartzen bit, right? Yeah,
0: Nick Swartzon bit. Nicky Six drinks cocaine out of a fire hose. He's like, Oh, I'm a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I drink like 30 beers. Yeah.
5: Years. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, Bill has no... Bill doesn't... (laughs) Bill has tuned out at this point.
1: None of you have any clue what she could mean by that.
2: Okay, well, uh, I'm going to kind of give a knowing look to my new friends. (laughs) While I am, like, down there on the ground, supine, getting belly rubs, and then hear the motley man thing and look at them with, like... Like, like, you know how your dog does whenever you're giving it a belly rub, and then you Mm -hmm. say its name, and it looks at you with its ears up like, what? (laughs) I'm gonna like do that to everybody else. Be like, motley man, mm-hmm. like this look like I don't. Yeah, this is news uh, to me. Bill does like have a drumming that.
0: motion,
5: right?
2: I'm gonna and then I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the 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 mayor that I have just met and be like,
5: hmm, motley man, do you have any idea who that could be? I'm unfamiliar. No, it's the first uh first
1: I've ever heard of this. Doriana, can you tell us anything else about the Motley Man? He's the one that called Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> feel right. <laughs> 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 We're going to go with that and give you a hero point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see him in my bed, some, in my bedroom. Sometimes, sometimes we go on adventures. Takes me to a fantastical place with forests and rivers and fields, palaces. He said sometime someday we'll be able to play a lot more together.
3: Well, that doesn't sound at all concerning. Everybody's
2: back muscles arch intense in
3: unison.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah for the viewers at home, this is
2: uh Oh boy. We're all no, reacting we're to we're this. We're tiptoeing Everybody's
4: a fine line here, gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Like, oh boy. Okay. okay. Now, Doriana, could you could you describe this man's appearance or his behavior? How does he act when he's around you?
1: Oh, he's very very nice. He uh, plays all of my favorite games with me. Um, he he wears lots of yellow clothes and bright colors. He's got a very funny hat. I like him a lot.
2: He's silly. Hmm. Oh, cool! Great! Awesome! Excellent! That's exactly what we needed. On top of everything else going on with Belcora and this murder dungeon, like adjacent to this cute little hamlet on the coast, is the king in yellow. <laughs> I'm I'm picturing Jim Carrey in the mask. Like honestly, I'm, and that yeah, giant, I'm like I'm
0: suit. picturing the guy in the yellow hat from Curious George. She just uh, wakes up and it's just here like
3: somebody stop me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing Willy Wonka, but in yellow.
1: Yeah and and as she's standing there oh, she just kind of shifts back and forth she like scratches at her hand a little bit she's like daddy can I go I want to go play some more I forgot that I'm daddy as well
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trevor you are daddy five,
1: yeah.
2: Jesus. <laughs> you are to someone
1: yes yes Dorianna you can you can leave you can leave uh, just uh
2: that's how desperate you were to get out of that dialogue Right, exactly <laughs> Jesus
1: Yes, out, you can go play as you want Just be careful Smartly man doesn't sound very good Oh, I promise, Daddy He's very good He gives me toys sometimes, too What kind of toys? It's really silly He gives me old toys that I used to have That I lost
4: such as a stuffed animal or a doll from when you were a little girl.
1: Yes, yes. Let me show you. And she runs off and returns about two minutes later with a little stuffed griffin. Okay. Look, lucky. It's it's Mr. Griffy. I haven't seen Mr. Griffy till I was since I was very, very, very little. Our doggy ate him. Remember, remember when when Puckles ate Mister Griffy, Daddy, and I cried and cried and cried.
2: I mean, as soon as you said that the dog ate him, like I was literally was about to be like my canine instincts <laughs> react <laughs> and I snap at it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Something about this fucking doll.
1: And and Yosef, er, not Yosef. He's not doing nothing.
2: <laughs> uh, too <poor> soon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Osef, yeah, poor <laughs> Yosef out. Yeah, I pull his foot <laughs> out, it starts twitching. Joseph reaches out his head, it's like, oh, yeah, where did she get this? Ariana, mister? Mr. Griffey was torn to shreds. To shreds, you say? <laughs> I had this wife? Hmm, to shreds, you say. To shreds, you say? Oh, yes, the motley man gave me Mr. Griffey back. He knows I love it very, very much.
2: Can uh, any of us who can, can, can I like uh, detect magic on that? Or like, I will detect magic on it. Because I don't need to ask your permission. Fuck you.
3: Do I detect magic? <laughs> Yikes, dude. Jesus. <laughs> you cheer an attack of opportunity and the girl <laughs> yeah, kicks right. you in the nuts and runs off. Uh, you do not. She blows into your nose. That thing that dogs hate. You. 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 Hmm. Tread lightly. He was thwarted by that cantrip.
1: <laughs> you... Do detect magic on this toy? Oh,
3: oh boy!
2: What? What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna sustain for another round <laughs> until I figure out what kind of magic. Christian, give me a rundown on on how detect magic works as you sustain the
3: spell. Uh, so ooh, let me look. I don't remember the level breakdown because I don't use it as much. But uh, when you cast detect magic, at first it simply tells you the presence of magical auras. Uh, once you heighten it to third level, let's see. Oh, it's heightened in second edition. It's not sustained. Mm. Correct. Oh. So right now, actually, yeah, you can't actually determine what school of magic. All you oh. can do right now is determine the presence or absence of magic. Once it you heighten it to third level, so once you are a fifth level character, you can learn the school of magic, but you don't have to do anything extra. I mean, you will just know that when you cast it. And then once you can heighten it to a fourth level spell, you can also pinpoint the source of the highest level of magic. So auras don't necessarily tell you how strong. I mean, there could be, you know, a a 12th level item and a first level item. You can just tell they're both magical.
5: So many things did
2: not carry over into second edition, and I needed to stop assuming that they did. That's on me. Well, it's magical, and that's all I know, folks.
1: Let me get a diplomacy check out of anybody that wants to.
3: Um, You detect magic... Items let's see you detect illusionary magic only if that magic effect has a lower level than your detect magic. So you if something is of illusionary magic you wouldn't actually detect that unless it is higher or it is lower level than your detect magic,
1: right? And you are heightened to level 2 right now. Give me give me some diplomacy checks, guys.
3: Uh
4: yeah, I can roll diplomacy. Yeah, let me uh, let me do that. Dor- Doriana, uh, dear, I would not wish to deprive you of your toy, but could I take a closer look at it? Give me a roll. 13 for a 21. Bill got a great
1: diplomacy. He's good with kids. Let's give you, let, let's see if you get a, get a, give you a chance, William.
0: Bill got a 19 for a 26.
1: Ooh. Oh boy. She looks very suspiciously. Uh, at Solas as if she knows something about him that he's trying to keep a secret. But she turns to Billion with his hand stretched out and reaches out with Mr. Griffey. Here, don't hurt him. I know you're real big and strong, but he's very nice. And as she reaches out with her right hand, she reaches across, she kind of scratches at it again. Um, And let me get a perception check out of literally anybody that wants to perceive
5: I'm going to perceive with my eyes. My special eyes. Look, look with your special eyes. I'm, oh, I'm so like, bad. God, I I'm rolled so
0: bad. Same, I'm like a foot, not even a foot away from her, and I rolled a, a three for a ten. <laughs> I rolled a two for a seven.
3: Got a 15 for a 23. I also rolled a 15, but got a 21.
1: Solace, even though she's not outstretching her arm to you, you notice... Um, A ring of strange bruises around her wrist Strange bruises, huh? And, Billiam, you now have Mr. Griffey
0: in hand (sighs) I'm holding him tenderly like this As to not upset her
1: It feels heavier than it should
0: Guys, it's real dense Like, I feel like it should feel like a little toy But it doesn't It's filled with dreams
4: So you say there are bruises around her wrist Does it look like her scratching has torn the skin at all?
0: Not
1: that you can make out. Okay.
2: Does it look like somebody has been grabbing her, or like she's been tied?
1: No. But they look very. That's why they look. They don't look like a ligature mark or a fingerprint, but they look extremely strange. Hmm. But potentially intentional.
0: Can I also feel like the doll to make to see if there's anything inside, like what it's filled with?
1: You know, give me a thievery check, Billiam. It's yeah. all of these checks that Yosef would be so good at if he still I know, still
2: and Bill's <laughs> not Too bad
1: he's a chum bucket in the graveyard
2: I know Fuck you And plus one. See you. can't That's wait till bad. I remember last March game and I kill one of your characters
5: We got a
0: 15 for a 16 On my thievery
1: There's something hard inside of this But every time you seem like you can find it It disappears again Like you lose it in the stuffing You think it's there but you can't mm-hmm. be sure Like it's like you pinch at it and it slides away
0: uh, okay. This is obviously important. That's so weird. B- Bill is going to look Bill is going to look at Doriana and go He's going to go. So, I know you love Mr. Griffey very much, but I also have a daughter. I was wondering if maybe I could show my daughter your toy and let her play with it for a little bit and then bring it back to
2: you.
1: I want another diplomacy out of you.
2: Okay. Not to be that guy. But I think it should be a deception. True. I mean... I, mean, I want well, a
1: deception out of you. No,
0: let's do diplomacy.
4: My <laughs> diplomacy is way better.
0: <laughs>
4: I'm
2: not trying to be a dick, but I am yeah, saying it should you be a deception.
0: Yeah, I'm straight up lying to her, obviously. I want to get this checked by somebody who knows. It's like, but... I don't even have a daughter. And I just oh, like the <laughs> idea of Bill being incapable of lying. I know. I have a plus one to deception. He's a Vulcan. <laughs> let's go. I have... I could use a hero it's point. It's be a I, 20. I know. I was saying I could. Uh, I, I, we'll see if I need to use a hero point. We'll see. Eighteen for a nineteen.
2: <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> I can show you if you want to see. It. It's eighteen for a nineteen dice game. Uh, yeah.
1: I don't know that I want her. I don't know that I want to lose Mister Griffey again. I just got him back so soon.
0: I can promise. She Look here? how big and strong I am. Can she
1: come here and play with it, Daddy? Can she come here and play? And Osef does a knowing glance at Billiam and Solus. Do you think it's that important to see the doll?
3: Yes, <laughs> Bill doesn't say yes. <laughs> Bill says yes with his eyes. I- I'm sorry. Did you just ask us if we feel it's important to investigate the doll that was once lost long ago, torn to shreds, given to her by the strange motley man that visits her bedroom during the night? Just out of idle curiosity
1: Children are so prone to fantasy As Mordren
3: Flights <laughs> <laughs> of fancy, children You know <laughs> Who among
4: us has not imagined a
2: large yellow man In our bedrooms <laughs> late at
4: night Taking us on adventures <laughs> <laughs> All around the countryside
3: <laughs> Drags us so fervently It bruises our wrists Yeah, right Yes,
0: it's important to take the doll My daughter Dude. would love it Doriana,
1: you need to give them, give them the doll just for a little bit. I'm sure it'll come back to you. No problem.
0: Bill will get down on one knee and be like, look how big and strong I am. I can protect the doll. I promise. She reaches out and snatches at it
1: and grabs a bit of the doll. I'm holding on still. Like rips a piece of it. Like she's grabbing it and tugging. Oh, I'm I'm holding on to it. You want to tug want a war, tug with, a war with this child? Come on, Billy. We <laughs> can oh beat the child. Who would win? Give me an <laughs> athletics check. This is just check, oh, check, check, fucking,
0: check, guys. I'm going to fucking blow this out of the water. It's a plus four, baby. Level 17, a
3: 29. A
2: barbarian or <laughs> a child. <She> I, gotta <laughs> her yeah, I got across the room into the water. I got a 17 for a 29. <laughs> you rip Shoot. her arm out of socket. <laughs> the
1: leg of the doll rips. Oh, no. At the seam.
4: Look what you're doing, Doriana, You're breaking it. I got to say, with this interaction, I'm picturing Johnny Bravo
1: and the little girl. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mama. (laughs) And something. You see a glint of something in the scene, something red, just a glint. You don't really see it clearly, but there is something that catches the light. Can I squeeze it
0: out like a ketchup packet and then hand her the doll back? If I can get it out, then my thought would be, like, can I, like, discreetly, like, get it out and then just be like, here, I'm sorry. I don't sorry. Even know if it Take needs to be doll. discreet. D- yeah, I guess not. Unless she thinks it's part of the doll. I don't know. I don't know. Fight this child,
1: Billy. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, I'll,
3: I'll do it. Fuck this kid. <laughs> this is actually a pop it and that's its heart. Yeah, right.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> nice. Yeah, sure. Sure. You can you can just pop that sucker out. Kind of like okay. a zit. Just. Yeah. Out it flies right and it falls down onto the ground with a clatter. And it's. And Doriana eats it. I would it. say. Yeah, right. It is a flawless ruby, about an inch and a half in diameter, like a cabochon cut. So it's not like faceted or anything. Uh, but it's a flawless round ruby. You said a half inch in diameter? About an inch and a half in diameter. Inch and a half, That okay. big soccer. Oh, damn.
3: <laughs> wow. Fuck. Billion, can, can I see uh, Mr. Mister Griffey?
0: What's left of him, yeah. Well, do I still have... I still have, I guess,
1: you th- everything have, but you the have leg, it, right? And Doriana yeah. is starting to go, like, ballistic. She's crying and and throwing a tantrum, and, and, and like, all right looks completely broken. He's like I don't know what to do with this kid. Right. <laughs> so, so, it, like so in this.
2: the middle of uh, all the pandemonium and screaming and and wailing and gnashing of teeth, I would like to just while I'm on the floor, uh just reach out and grab that uh that gemstone and just kind of like drag it across the floor back to me real quick. Um
1: it is beautiful. It's probably the most perfect ruby you've ever seen in your life.
2: I'm going to look at it really confused. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, Bill will hand the rest of the doll over to Asmordrin and then walk up to um, Cecil and be like, I get half of that. (laughs) No, I don't. But I give the doll to Asmordrin.
1: I imagine Asmordrin is about to roll a crafting
3: check to try to put that thing back together. Actually, he's making a a cult. He has, we have two scrolls of mending, and I think that'll probably be much better than... I don't actually you know as Morgan doesn't probably carry a ton of stuff on him too so he's putting a bomb inside of it oh yeah that's
0: easy uh Put put a hidden camera in it so we can see the the motley
1: man oh you're gonna put a hidden camera in a child's bedroom gross Raymond
0: I just want to see the Motley Man,
2: okay? Oh, the Motley Man will come to you. Don't worry. That's what they all. Say. Why don't you come over here and have a seat?
1: Why do you have a six pack of Zima and Skittles?
2: You drove forty five minutes to come see the Motley Man with this six year old girl. Is that am I allowed to believe that's that's what happened?
1: As she's throwing this tantrum, her sleeve kind of like flutters up while she's like freaking out about this thing, and you can see that the bruises extend up her forearm as well. And her father sees this and reaches out like, Doriana, Doriana, come here. What? What happened to your arm? What happened? Who did this to you, Doriana? And she kind of gets a thousand yard stare and looks at it and looks through it. I don't know what happened. I don't know what gave me these. And she immediately calms down
2: from her fit. She can, she can hear the sound of gunfire in the, the distance. Yeah,
1: right?
0: <laughs> I think it's time to go,
3: guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get wild. Flashbacks to Normandy. Okay, I don't know what to do. This, this is either like yeah, the most wow. this is the
2: reddest herring ever uh, made, or uh, uh, or I I don't. So, do we just watch as this I, domestic case just unfolds in front of us? Or, <laughs> I, know, I, mean, right? I, I
4: have a couple ideas of what to do once we leave, but
2: like I I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. So obviously we go with what I was doing when my character first showed up and we just wait around outside until nighttime. Yeah. What time is it, by the way?
1: Oh, it's still relatively early in the day. I think it's probably like 11 o'clock a.m. Something like that. What if, okay.
0: What if we ask Doriana if we can see the motley man with her? She says he's nice. You go ahead ask like, maybe ask I might be no, able I'm to, Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Ask, ask the yeah, group yeah, yeah, yeah. to. I'm not going to ask her because she already hates me because I ripped her
1: doll. So... <laughs>
4: Yeah, we're down to uh, Asmordrin and uh, Cecil. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to
1: pocket. Who's trained in the... occultism here? I am. Oh, not
2: uh, Am I? I'm trained to. I, uh, let me check. Uh, no, I am not. I do not have nearly as many skills. Uh, I actually am. All right, Christian, I want you to give
1: me a check uh, at a plus two to occultism.
3: Ooh, nice. Uh, 17 on the die for, with a plus two, that is going to be a 28. As her... She's like, has her arm extended and her her father's
1: grabbed her hand and she's looking at these bruises. You kind of look up from the scroll that you've been looking at and you notice that those aren't just random patterns on her arm. It's a particularly obscure dialect of Aklo written in bruises on her forearm. God, I wish Joseph was here.
3: What mm. does it say?
1: You can't make out most of it. But you do make out one thing that sets the hairs in the back of your neck on end. You can clearly make out the word Leng. Oh! Fuck! What was the word?
2: Leng? Leng. 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 L-E-N-G. Leng. Okay. That's not very good. That's not very good at all. Not I don't know in if the least. My player would know that, but...
1: He might, uh, anybody that has occultism can give me checks to see if they know what they know about that. I would say that as Mordred absolutely knows, because he was able to pick out the word Leng, what that means. I don't know if Christian knows meta within Galarian or within, honestly, I think this is a Burroughs thing. This is just generic, like, eldritch madness nonsense, but Leng is a terrifying extraplanar dimension- Just past the dimension of dreams, where the citizens, the there's a cruel and sinister race of outsiders called the Denizens of Lang.
4: So, is Lang a place or a being? It is a place. A place.
1: Okay. You could assume it's a state of mind, Solus, that the motley man may be a Denizen of Lang. Oh. But there's not much you can do about that, unfortunately. At least you would assume not, because they are extra armor and do not come to the material plane very often, if at all.
3: As Morgan will crouch down and hand Mr. Griffey over to her. Here you go, Diana. This is all better.
1: Oh, Mr. Griffey. Thank you, tummy mouth. And she tickles you right below where your belly button would be. She cuts your finger on a
3: tooth. Big tongue flops out.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're so silly, Mr. Tummy Mouth. I love you. You're much nicer than the ugly goblin
3: boy. (laughs) Wow. Yes, he's he's, we're we're working on his social skills. He doesn't even remember his children's names most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Jeez.
1: Thank you so much. Daddy, can I go now? I want to go. Doriana, we need to find out what those red bruises on your wrist are. Who did this to you? I don't know, Daddy. I'm going to go play. And she just kind of runs out of the room. You have you the ruby rock. in hand. Yeah. Yeah. In the uh, Nobody seems to have noticed other than you, uh, unfortunately, because you have Billy to be me on the I saw. Oh, Yeah, yeah Billy squeezed would have said, it out. And uh, nobody would have noticed it other than you two, and only because you were already laying on the ground having just gotten your belly rubs.
5: Mm, Well, that seemed very strange, and I don't really understand any of that. Um, But inside of this doll that seems to have been rebirthed, um, when you tore its leg asunder, this little gem, well, not very little, a rather large ruby fell out. Who are you telling? Are you telling everybody in here? Are
1: you
3: telling... Osef? I'm really just looking more at Osif, yeah. Oh, okay. Did you do you mention anything about it being you detected magic from the doll? Do you mention that?
1: Yeah, do you mention that you detected magic from the doll?
3: Y- yeah. I, I feel we should probably see if we could in, investigate this ruby and see what, what it may hold. I suspect it's the source of the magic.
4: Indeed, but do we have the capabilities to do so?
1: Just on our own? I, I will trust you to watch over this. I'll ask the members of the household if uh, anybody has anything like this gone missing, but this seems far more exquisite than anyone in my household would have. Just l- Especially one unset, just laying around like this. You may keep it in your possession for now.
2: By the way, Esmordrin, do you do you mention your your uh, revelation about the realm of Ling to everybody? No, not while we're here. Okay. Well then, as far as I know, this is just a neat rock.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, report, report to me anything that you find out about this stone. I'm very interested in who this motley man may be, but none of the servants, uh, her nannies, haven't reported anybody in the room, nothing amiss, other than her characteristic odd behavior. We all know of that.
3: And you say that that's... How long has that been going on that you've noticed?
1: As far as I can remember, I always said she could speak. She spoke in riddles and said strange things she shouldn't know. It probably has something to do with her birth. I guess... I should probably tell you.
3: Was her birth traumatic in any way? She was difficult.
1: Uh, The pregnancy was fairly easy, but when it came time to deliver, my wife, Tessa, was in labor for nearly a day and a half. Hattie came to help. She did something, I'm not sure what. The memory's hazy. It's been years ago. But um, one minute... She had her hand on my wife's forehead, and it seemed the next minute there was a baby in my wife's arms, completely inexplicably. It's like we lost time, and she performed the full delivery, but everything else seemed as it were. Though, when it was finished, Hattie left quickly. She sent back, some months later, a request for payment, and she came back to collect. Just this last couple days. You see, she wants somebody to carry on her coven of sorts. She wants my Doriana. Something I allegedly agreed to, though I have no memory of it. In exchange for her and my wife's life, she was seven years old. She would go live in the swamp with Hattie for seven years. Learn the ways of her patron. Though that time is upon us, I'd hoped she would never return but she has. She's halfway through her sixth year, and I do not want to part with her. I don't know what I'll do without her. Hattie is far too powerful for me to to treat with or bargain with, and I agreed. So it seems I will lose my daughter. But I have to know if this thing, if there's something plaguing her, if this motley man is dangerous. Is it something that Hattie did to her? Something that we did to her? tell me anything that you can find out about this ruby, I feel like it may tie a few threads together that we are not quite understanding yet.
3: Of course, I I just need some time to look it over. And I must say, I don't have children myself, but honestly, between the ages of seven and fourteen, that's really no better time to get rid of them. And,
4: uh, Osef, I'm not sure if this will make you feel better at all, but my own family gave me up to the nights of last fall when i was quite young it made me the
0: man that i am today for good and for ill oh god i have to keep her in my house <laughs> you could just have one of my kids if you want ah this fucking guy
1: jesus billiam not getting any father of the year awards shit because <laughs> you feel bad
0: for this guy i ripped your daughter's doll and now you're talking about you're gonna lose her I'll just ship one of mine over here feed him well <laughs>
3: It's the Hobgoblin way. They just have kids leaving them in every town that they travel through. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, we should leave you to your day. Yo, Osif. Go go with my
1: blessing and take care. Please let me know if if you find out anything. And if if you are to find Hattie, please, please see if you can talk some sense into her. Figure out why she wants this. Why it's so important. I don't want to lose my little girl.
3: Of course. Let us go and uh, see what we can find out. We'll be back. And as will give Solas kind of a look and turn to head out. All right.
2: Heading out with him. I'm emotionally perceptive. I pick up on this, too.
3: <laughs> Bill follows. And once we're outside, as will turn to Cecil. Oh, do you do you, uh, worship any particular demons or anything?
4: Uh, uh, quite the opposite, no. I believe that I worship the. No, uh, to
1: Cecil. Cecil. Oh, oh. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I'm> sorry.
3: <laughs>
2: no one's talking to you, Micah. Shut up. God damn it. <laughs> um, Typical white dude thinks it's all
1: about him.
4: Sorry. He is basically the human fighter of the party, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Micah is our resident, resident himbo. himbo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Uh, no, I don't really worship anything in particular. It's not really something i've put a lot of time and thought into why
3: oh it's very common for your people so i was just curious but um i noticed those bruises they are uh i couldn't make out much of it but it's actually aklo and i picked up the word leng it's a uh, kind of a, a demiplane within a demiplane almost in the the dreamscape it's it's a place of nightmares and horrible creatures. So this this girl may be marked. She may be beyond our help. However, it might be something we worth discussing with Hattie. But I would like to take a look at this gem first and see what what I can discern from it.
5: This is very strange that I'm drawn to this town. And then the girl that I am drawn to seems to be in possession of a doll with a very strange and esoteric connection to a realm beyond the realm of dreams. Hmm. Fortuitous, is it not? Tell me, is there anybody in town who might be able to help us discern or ascertain the nature of this gemstone and its magic? This is beyond my capabilities.
3: Well, I I might be able to figure out something. Also, as a uh, a
2: meta aside, because Cecil wouldn't know this, since we have a copy of Whispering Reed, shouldn't we send out for, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, the guy that uh, Ian Yismaran sent for from Absalom?
1: Corvus, he has been sent back.
2: Yeah. And uh,
4: before we do anything with that again, I do want to take a look at the book.
2: Oh, shit. This is where it starts. yeah. Yep. This is this is where the anti-paladin <laughs> uh, begins for Solus. <laughs> this is all
3: part of Solus's art This is where you get to it you're like,
2: redemption? No, I'll just embrace
3: a better god
2: <sighs> God, are you there? It's me, a second more powerful <sighs> god <laughs> I'm you, but stronger I'm the upgrade <laughs> It's
4: Iomadeva with a goatee
1: Hey guys <laughs> Let's have premarital sex and do drugs I <laughs> the guitar Yobane's a loser. Does she know how to do this? And he starts playing Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why does I feel like this guy is called Keith? Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> Keith got a blow in ketamine.
2: <laughs> Destroyer of drywall.
1: <laughs> Enemy of monster energy legs. drinks, Man,
2: ruler of the twenty-two feet of cold steel and sex appeal.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's got a Trans Am. <laughs>
2: wood paneling. Man, think- I'd
1: worship Keith. This dude sounds rad.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> the Church of Keith gets a three-day weekend. Church of Keith I- gets free daddy light.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is who that, that one chair guy worships for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. That's not oh, the Cosmic the, Caravan. The it's the, the Cosmic Trans Am.
2: Yeah. What's his name <laughs> with that little guy? I can't remember. He He's Drake. the latest addition to the Cosmic Caravan. <laughs> Keith. Cosmic Keith. <laughs> Every time he tries to do a
1: spell, he takes a bump of cocaine.
4: Anyways, that was, that was a good real? bit. That was a really good mm-hmm.
2: bit. All right. Uh, so, what are we going to do? I want to take gonna a look at the book. Make a and crafting uh, check on this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, give me that check. crafting check.
2: I have way less skills to be useful in the party for this kind of stuff. So, that's all on you now. 13 for 25. Ooh.
1: This ruby is worth about 30 gold, but that's all you can tell about it. It's pretty good. It's a sizable chunk of money. Mm -hmm. It is. Not bad. It is a big chunk of money.
2: You know what? Just sell it. It's obviously not (laughs) useful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To to rebound off of that joke, just to make sure, if I were to just use another one of my cantrips again and and, uh, cast text Magic, it is coming from the ruby.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. All right.
4: Now, now, Cecil, as for denizens of this village who may know more about this, either Vandy Benderdash, the... Uh, priestess in the Donflower Library or Morlebens a uh, local book vendor
2: I believe would be our best hopes I would like to see, say how it took about 70 episodes for Soulless to say Vandy Vanderdash's name correctly <laughs> just been like Ving Vang Voodle or whatever up until this <laughs> point. That, like,
4: that was just like one episode Vandy Vanderdash we no I'm gaslighting
2: we like, you into like, thinking you've been doing this wrong forever v- yeah I know her name is Vandy yes He's never said it right. All right, let's destroy Micah's reality. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we should probably... Uh, I want Solis to read the book, I'm not going to lie, from a meta-game yeah. perspective. I just want to see yeah, what really happens when yep. we finally crack this thing out. But this has been such a huge mm-hmm. like, uh, plot point forever. Yep. Chris just punches microphone
3: there is a fly it is driving me insane it will not leave me alone. short I thought drive. you were just mad at my dialogue it keeps like it practically went up my nose I'm like oh. for fuck's sake fly go away
2: I always love how a fly with its you know power of flight has the entire world to explore and go around but it just stays in a foot around right. my head <laughs> yes <laughs> all right Mike you get to reading uh
4: all right uh yeah yes i would like to take a look at this book before we do anything else but the rest of you if you wish to uh speak with other people in town prepare for our next journey up to the gauntlet please do go ahead and uh i'm going to return to the crow's casks you're not staying there i'm going to whatever you're not staying
1: there there
2: either thirsty alpaca try again keep going that's that's (laughs) that's decimated there's only uh, so many places, but you picked uh, all of the wrong answers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rowdy Rockfish? There you go. Ding, 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 ding. What's there we go. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the Rowdy Rockfish. And uh,
3: yeah. I'm going to go back with Solace just to, well, because we'll probably take that Ruby to study it for a little bit, and then we can go out and uh, probably take it to Randy, I'm assuming.
5: Yeah, well, sure. I assume you'd probably sure. need this then. It, yeah, it's not very useful to me. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what to do with this rock. I know it's magical, but if you could ascertain something else, please take it. In the meantime, I'm not really sure there's anybody else I can really talk to. I'm, I guess I'm just around. And if you need some help in delving into the Gauntlet, my services are available. If you promised to include me in any dalliances that may include this motley man or anything but Doriana. I am particularly interested in anything that has anything to do with the realm of dreams or even, Gods forbid, Lang.
0: <laughs> well, where are you staying so we can find you if we decide to go to the gauntlet? Oh,
1: you know, jail so far. <laughs> And then he went to spy on a little girl. See? Yeah, true. Mm. Oh,
2: no, no, no. I went to jail he's for spying on a child. It's yeah. different. Get your, get your facts straight.
1: And he's got a rap sheet. Long as his mullet. I don't have a mullet. Shut up.
4: Well, then, uh, if you have nowhere else to stay, Cecil, perhaps you could uh, remain with us at the Rowdy Rockfish or. There's
1: already a bed uh, that's got fur in
5: it. You can use that one. <laughs> your
4: feet might hang off the edge, but. I'm sure you don't mind curling up on a bed.
5: I'm never going to turn down a warm place to stay In a nice meal to eat I appreciate your hospitality Yes, I will follow you back to this bar Stranger I have just met
2: And I look at everybody in the eye With my my two different colored
5: eyes And be like, we are already going to be the best of friends This, I can already tell
3: And he winks One of Asmordrin's
5: six eyes winks at you back
1: (laughs) Do you have Uh multiple eyes?
3: Yeah, most of the faces covered in full
1: eyes. <laughs> well, I mean,
2: okay. Well, you know, that's that's on me. I guess, I guess, I guess that's on me for saying multiple and assuming that yes, we are all cyclopes. Right? You yeah. said the <laughs> bar too low. Yeah, no, that's on me. Yeah, no, never mind. I I've just been assuming that you have the same amount of eyes as as, as everybody else, and that's uh, we gotta stop I feel assuming like so much. You've never even looked at as Mordren's character art. I try not to, you know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> can't look him in the eye. Mm.
3: And on our way back to the rowdy rockfish by way of every other tavern in town. <laughs> Even the one that's halfway underground. Yep. Yeah. I just picture as Margaret's walking with Solace and we go from one place to the next and it won't be walks in, like looks around, Nope. He, like walks out like, what are you doing? He <laughs> I actually don't can't which read so I he doesn't know at. what sign yeah. it is. <laughs> Well, this that is actually that it, can't it is
4: an issue for me in real life. I have a terrible sense of direction. And, like, remembering where things are... What, yeah, it, it it's... It's
3: a disaster. So... So, Solas, the... Something interesting that Osef said is that... Had he... Made this bargain that he doesn't remember for his daughter... And I don't know a huge amount about the cosmic caravan... But... Do any of the deities, are they associated with the dreamscape or possibly anything to do with Lang? Because this this girl seems like she's been mocked since birth. That some very powerful outer planar entity has certainly been keeping an eye on her. And all of her, her cryptic nonsense and things that seem to have a, a fair amount of truth behind them, they are told to her. She doesn't glean this, so... Something has been watching her for a very, very long time.
4: I I must confess to you, I really know very little about the Cosmic Caravan or any extra planar beings or locations. That really was the purview of Tovan. I'm, I'm afraid I'm no help there.
5: Interesting. Is there anyone in town who may have more information? Perhaps this Vandy Banderdash who's in charge of one of the largest libraries on this island. Either her or the local astrologer Rin Chivinksi. Oh
2: shit, I don't know if we ever told her that Tovin died either. Oh I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, huh? oh, yeah. she's yeah. been out of the loop for a while. <laughs> yeah. has <laughs> been so-
3: I'm so I sorry, picture at some point the next time we go into her shop, it is 100% a new cast of characters. Yeah, and she's talking not- to her. Yeah. She hasn't met oh two my of these
2: God. people. <laughs> and two of the other ones are gone. <laughs> it's been like three days since we've talked to her. Last yeah. so much has happened. Actually, no, it's probably been closer to like five because we spent mm-hmm. like a period of time after Toven died in the gauntlet. Oh,
5: fuck. Anyway... <laughs>
3: Yeah, we should probably go talk to Vandy. You don't think there's some larger thing going on here, do you?
5: Both of you to assume I think it all. I've got an eight intelligence.
2: No, he's got a twelve, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, it's
3: not low. It's just not very high. You said the next person that might know a good deal about this would be Tovin. Was it not Hattie that was very encouraging in your course of action with Tovin?
4: I suppose Hattie would know as well, but I would prefer to avoid going to speak with her until we have more information.
3: Is it possible she was trying to get him out of the way?
2: Netta, I feel like this would have been something that Hattie would have told us
3: if she wanted us to know. I know I'm actually just sewing shit because it's a perfect story for Asmorgren because he doesn't know any of these people. So he's just <laughs> putting all of this together. Like you're telling him that the one person that might know is now gone. The person, the only other person that's involved in this who clearly has been involved since the very beginning is almost pulling the strings here to make sure that no one could possibly know what's going on <laughs> from his point of view. But he's a suspicious fellow. I also get what Solas is saying though
2: because he probably doesn't want Hattie to know that we are somewhat suspicious of her now because so far we've been very congenial. And if she's not as nice as we've been led to believe, then it's best that she thinks that we don't know anything's up. Regardless, though, just to keep things moving, we should either let Solas read this book or we should go talk to Vandy about the gem.
4: Uh qué no los dos. Let's split up, gang.
3: Let's split up, gang.
1: Let's talk to Vandy. Let's let's adjudicate that, and then we'll adjudicate the book.
3: Sure. Okay. Perfect. And look for anything mentioning Lang in that while you're Mm -hmm. perusing it. Yep. We're going to leave you alone and then you're just going to get like grabbed by tentacles.
1: Is the party splitting or or is everybody going to?
4: Yeah, Solace is going straight to the uh, Rowdy Rockfish and I suppose someone would be coming with him.
0: I thought as Mordred said he was going to go with you earlier. Yeah, I can go with him. And Shaggy and Scooby can go
1: to the Vandy. Let's take a, a trip to the... Goneflower Library. Couldn't remember what it was. You guys make your way to this very familiar, gigantic door. Though it's familiar to Billiam, Cecil, I don't believe, has ever darkened the doorway here. mm -mm. And in they go. And it's just a normal day. I don't remember what day of the week it is. I probably should backtrack that and figure out what day of the week it is. But there's worshippers in the main cathedral area and... There's somebody in the the healing room that looks like they're getting a burn on their hand treated. And you can see up on the balcony by the stack of returned books is Vandy trying to sort and catalog and place things back in the stacks. Because it's probably her favorite thing to do on a daily basis. She is strange. She just really loves books. There's nothing strange about that. Books don't keep secrets. They tell you everything that you need to know about them. Vandy does not like people who keep secrets. So, Billiam, looks like you're probably going to run the show here because you know who Vandy is. Vandy,
0: get down here! No, I'm not Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) going to. Yeah, Uh, we walk in, Bill would see Vandy up on the top, and I would uh, lean over to Cecil That's the woman we're looking for, because you've probably never seen her before, ever, so... That's who we need to Thank talk you. to. You're welcome. And uh, I, I walk towards her. Either she's going to notice me or if she doesn't notice me, I'll walk up the stairs. And and I definitely want to keep this uh, more on the hush-hush side. So I don't think I would just openly start talking up to her about it right away. So I would walk up to her or she'd walk up to me Whatever happens.
1: Mm. Oh, she sees you out the corner of her eye. And she puts away the books that she's holding, and then comes over to you, William. Very strange of a non-reader to come uh, to the stacks. I imagine you're here looking for me, you illiterate clod.
0: How did you know? You know this is. I feel real like I like worms in under my skin whenever I'm in here. Um. By the way, this is our new friend. His name is Cecil.
5: Charmed. I'm sure. Ah, hello, Cecil. I've never had the
1: pleasure of meeting a knoll in person. I'm very pleased to meet you, most definitely. And what big teeth you have. And what large claws you have. And that's a beautiful purple eye.
5: Mmm, stop. You're going to make me blush. How can I see that under all that fur? Get a room, you two. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: I have a lot of rooms Billion Be careful of what you wish for
2: God damn Vandy's trying to fuck this dog I know
1: Vandy <laughs> uh, a furry. Me, <laughs> me and my friend Cecil here She's a
2: furry
0: um,
1: <laughs> So she's the one that trained the mid-journey bot uh,
0: <laughs> We have um Something That we'd like to discuss with you uh,
1: In private If that's okay Uh uh-huh. As you can see, there's nobody around here, so this is as private as it need be, I believe. Okay.
0: Cecil, take that to Ruby.
5: Oh, mm, right, yes.
1: We
0: were at the mayor's house, and I don't know if you've ever met the mayor's daughter, Doriana, but she's very strange.
1: Oh, and, lovely uh, child.
5: You know, I was there the day she was born. Oh, really? You
0: could fill in some gaps. <laughs> The mayor doesn't remember much.
5: Yes, actually, let me ask you a question, since Osif's memory of the days is very hazy. Was a woman from the swamp named Hattie involved?
1: Her face goes completely deadpan. What what do you want to do with that swamp witch? Don't trust her, never have.
5: I am only tangentially aware of her, as you see, I have just arrived in your beautiful coastal town. I was called across the plains by the mayor's creepy weirdo daughter, who seems to also be able to reach into the plane of dreams. While we were there, she said that there is a strange man who gives her toys from when she was a child and takes her to a strange, far away, magical place, and while Showing us this doll, Billiam got overexcited and ripped one of the seams and now dropped this rather large, precious gemstone. Totally her fault. It was not my fault, okay? She ripped the doll. (gasps) You're the adult, Billiam. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: imagine that when Cecil talks, he moves his arms in large, flowy, theatrical gestures and gesticulates (laughs) his hands like he's doing close-up magic. (laughs) <laughs> While he's talking
5: <laughs> that's that's how I imagine he's just like the Chris
1: angel it. of the party. he's just like right up in your face, exactly, so
0: yeah, Vandy, we uh didn't steal definitely didn't steal this ruby um, but we why came would into you say that ruby. William? Just I didn't want you to think that we took it cuz it's not like that happened. She didn't even want I mean you want
1: obviously have it in your hand you must have taken it, right? But it wasn't hers. That's
0: that's beyond the point. The point is. Beyond
1: the point. I'm going point to look is.
0: directly at Vandy and be like it was me I took it. Sorry. But he's a good guy and I pet him a little bit. Uh we are just trying to figure out there's obviously magic coming from this ruby but it's beyond anyone in our party. Of friends
5: Also for and what is worth, Osef knows we have it He told us to mm-hmm. come here He did, that's true Just wanted to throw Bill that for- out there Bill
0: forgets things sometimes But we were hoping that you could take a look at it And
5: tell us what's going on with it There is magic emanating from it But I do not have the power to discern anything else Yeah Also, the girl has a bruised tattoo on her arm that says "Leng" in Aklo, Mm -hmm. which is ominous to say the very least. Yes, yes, it is.
1: May may I see it? I imagine you're holding it out to her. Yeah, and she takes it, holds it in her hand. Well, it's definitely magical, though.
2: Yes, this magic is made of magic.
1: It feels as if there's a fairly strong divination aura coming from it. But what it is, I, I cannot say. It's not active. It seems to be passive in some way. I don't know what it would be useful, but let me try something else.
2: This is just where we watch Vandy's like eyes roll back into her skull. She starts to lift off of the ground.
1: Yeah, right. She's just like... Hullo. She goes and she grabs a couple books off the... Off the stack, out of the stacks and she brings them back and they are leather bound covered in strange occultic symbols and she goes through and she reads a bit um, so, oh yes this right here I should be able to determine the state of mind of whoever its creator was whoever placed this magic upon it I haven't done this very often so I'm not sure how well it will work but I believe I can read the psychometric resonance from this Crystal. And she puts her hand on it and she her her breathing slows. And it seems like the the room goes silent, like dead silent. Um maybe not silent, but all of the sounds around you muffle. You can hear the steps, but they seem distant. Uh maybe even coming from another building. She whispers Tormento feeling satisfaction. Abduction. Subjugation. Hunger. And the sound of the room rushes back into your ears. Whoever created this was quite malevolent, quite powerful. I suggest you destroy it if you can. Whatever you can do to move its malign influence as far away as possible. I don't know what it does, but it cannot be good. Hmm.
2: I'm going to look at Billy and see that he has a, I believe you have a mall. Do you
0: not? I do not have the mall anymore, but I have things that can
5: break this. Not to say it's like, well, if he, well, we could either sell it or on Vandy's behalf, which I am more inclined to do, mm-hmm. destroy it. Yeah, I can destroy this thing easy. Let's bring.
0: Thank you, Vandy. I appreciate you. Um, I say we take it to the rest of the party and let them know what Vandy said and make sure nobody else wants to take a closer look, or another look at it before we destroy it. No,
2: I don't believe so. There's nothing I can really do with it.
0: I mean, as Morgan and Solas, see if there's anything else they want. They want to or just smash it in her library. <laughs> I
2: don't know. I, or yeah,
1: that's a lot. Long- <laughs> yeah.
2: See, this is where a uh, first edition occultist would have shined r- r- so good. Or a thaumaturge. Yeah. Yeah. Or a thaumaturge.
1: Oh, he's got to get a good thaumaturge in there. Thaumat hard, baby. Well, now with this new lovely piece of information, let's Batman signal back to the rowdy rockfish. Where our good friend Solu and Asmardrin.
2: That's so To mm-hmm.
1: crack open this hideous volume bound to the skin of something else. Blah,
2: bum, bum, bum. Something else.
4: Uh, I assume there's like a uh, like a coffee table next to a fireplace with some chairs sitting around it. Comfortable armchairs. Yeah,
2: there's some Miles Davis playing sure. with the speakers. And okay. There's a small glass of Laphroaig and a smoking pipe.
1: There's a right, um, blonde teenage girl in the corner. She's got Uggs and she's drinking a PSL.
4: Now, as, as Mordoran, I do not know exactly what to expect from this book, but it'd be quite
3: malevolent. Well, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. So I'm
4: going to uh, sit down in one of the chairs, bring the uh, the book out, and place it on the table. Could you remind me roughly what the dimensions are of this book?
1: You know, uh, book size, book size, relative. No, this would be <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. I would say it'd be probably 13 by 10, roughly. Okay. It's a big and about Damn. four to five inches thick. It is.
2: God, hefty. that wow, that's a big book. That is a, a big, big book. book. That's like oh, wow. the slab that Billiam used to kill that one exactly. creature. Exactly, it's time. a yeah. big yeah. book.
1: But it seems strangely light. Okay. And now as you place it down, you know, and you're kind of focused on it. The book feels cold to the touch, and it almost feels like, and you can't be sure, it's like a fleeting feeling at your fingertips. As you touch the cover, you almost feel like the cover gets goose flesh. feel little bumps raise under your touch and recoil away as you peel your hand across it. Don't like that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Keep
4: keep doing Um, that. I think it likes it. I d- I d- A nipple that you didn't notice <laughs>
1: pops up.
3: <laughs> it's pierced um,
2: <laughs>
1: badly. <laughs> it's like infected okay. and shit.
4: Jesus! <laughs> All right. Um, somewhat that unsettled. I'm going to <laughs> uh open the book up to uh, page one or the table of contents. There is
1: no table of contents. In fact, it looks like there's not a whole lot of rhyme or reason at all. As you thumb through the book, it seems to be a series of fables, proverbs, strips of information, bits and pieces describing Nibbaloth, her servants, her powers, hymns to her, litanies against her, descriptions of some vast sodden planet drifting through the void of space carrying her malevolence wherever it goes every once in a while you see burned into the page seven equidistant circles periodically and you start to hear whispers as you read it very quiet at first they they come on so gradually you almost don't notice it until as morgan tries to speak with you he's completely drowned out by whatever's in your ears and you feel cold like you don't just feel cold the air around you is cold you can see your breath now as you breathe and your breathing is coming faster your heart rate is rising And you also have goose flesh to match that on the cover of the book. You feel like you know more than you ever should have known about this thing from beyond the edge of the stars. You feel like you can answer any question, both those known and unknown. You feel like you could use this to defeat her, that you may be consumed by it. As you use it, you can use it as a spell book. There's spells in here. Even you not knowing anything about magic, you can use them. You feel arcane energy flow through you. But you also feel fear, paranoia. Like there's something watching for you, predatory, waiting on the other side of death, beyond it. Transcending it And I'm gonna get you to throw a will save When we come back
2: Next week Oh Oh, god What what the fuck was that
4: episode Holy (laughs) Uh, shit! I wish you would have told me that it
2: was a spell book I would have made a wizard when I need my character to go back into this (laughs) So I could have used that Damn You know what I'm the only magic caster in the party I'm still gonna make an effort to take it from you I'm gonna kill Solas I'm gonna rebind it in your skin this book is super fucked up, guys. Hell yeah. I am oh I feel like things are finally starting to really ramp up Roll in the for story intent now. uses
0: trademarks and <laughs> uh-huh. our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit Paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gilfie, Flip Melvin, and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at RollForIntent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at RollForIntent.com. Thank you for listening.